0: When I was studying uh, to become a friar priest, one of the courses I took was on pastoral counseling. And in that class, the professor invited us to go to a 12-step meeting and to, uh, to experience what it was like to go to a meeting. So in, I was living in San Antonio at the time. And so I found, I went to the website of Alcoholics Anonymous and clicked on an open meeting, which means that people who aren't alcoholics can go to that meeting. And I went there, and they were doing all their readings, and I was just listening, trying to participate. And then they said, is anyone new here? And of course, I raised my hand being an extrovert, and I said, I'm new here. And then they asked me, and they all started to clap, and they did congratulations. And then they were like, how long have you been sober? And I was like, I, I guess one day. And then they all started to clap again. And then all of a sudden, they took one of, the, um, one of their big books and started to go around the room and everyone started to sign the book. And afterwards, they were all coming up to me and saying congratulations. And I was like, I'm just here to see what a meeting is like. Um, but I'm going to relate that toward the end. So hold that image in your mind. And in the gospel today we hear some of the most memorable lines of scripture. Jesus refers to himself as a yoke, which is a wooden harness that was put around the neck of animals and their shoulders to help them carry large loads of stuff, something that is perfectly suited for each specific pair of animals. It is restrictive liberating. It unites the animals by keeping them together so that they can carry the load. Jesus is aware that life has been labored and burdened because he lived on earth and knows our human experience. Through the image of the yoke Jesus seeks to attach himself to us personally, perfectly, individually just as the two animals are personally and perfectly and individually yoked together. Jesus is offering us a yoke because he personally knows the load and the loads that comes with life. Yet now, a yoke and the burden is light and easy. The difference is marked by Jesus' presence among us, who is meek and humble of heart. He will always be with us, in good times and in difficult times. Unlike the teaching of the scribes, Jesus' teachings are called to set us free. We can travel with Jesus, being weighed down by the heaviness of the yoke. Yet, Because Jesus carries the burdens with us, we are not expected to carry it alone. May you and I know that Jesus carries our burdens with us. Traditionally, the yoke symbolizes something of bondage, a burden. But Jesus promises us a yoke of rest, a yoke that depends on God and to depend on God as a life of freedom. The yoke usually has two collars to distribute the load. It is like a necklace for Jesus and a necklace for us. The two of us work in unison. Jesus needs our steps to move with his steps. He pleads for us today to invite and allow him into our lives. He invites us to share our heavy burdens with him. May you and I be open to doing that today and every day. At the beginning of the homily, I shared a story about going to my first Alcoholics Anonymous meeting for my class. And in the Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, they read what's called the big book. And it was written in 1939 and has given hundreds of thousands of people the ability to maintain sobriety in their lives and has words of wisdom that I think relate to today's readings. It says, on awakening in the morning, let us think about the 24 hours ahead. We consider our plans for the day. Before we begin, we ask God to direct our thinking, especially asking that it be divorced from self-pity, dishonest, and self-seeking motives. This is difficult. It is much easier to sit in self-pity, to be dishonest, and to look out only for ourselves than to live in gratitude and honesty and a care for others. The big book also says as we go through the day, we pause when agitated, or doubtful, and we ask for the right thought or action, we constantly remind ourselves that we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, thy will be done. We are in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. When you and I are attached to the yoke of Jesus, There is no need to be agitated or doubtful because Jesus is right there next to us, carrying our load. When you and I realize that God is God and we are God's creatures, we are in much less danger of excitement and fear, of anger and worry or self-pity and foolish decisions. And lastly, Something that's in the big book says, when we retire at night, we review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Were we kind and loving toward all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Were we thinking of what we could do for others? This is basically an examination of the day, an examination of our conscience, something that seems so simple, yet is tough to do, even for me. But it's worth it. Whether morning, day, or night, we ask God to open our eyes to see as Jesus sees, to open our ears to hear as Jesus listens. Because eyes have not seen Our ears have not heard what God has ready for those who love him. But why do any of this? Why take time in the morning or during the day or at night to connect with God? It sounds like a lot of work. We do this and take the time because God is God. And it is in God in whom we have our existence. It is in the hands of God that we have our life. It is in God that we live and we move and we have our being. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart find rest for yourselves for my yoke is easy and my burden light thanks for listening to the Assumption Church Podcast to listen to more episodes connect with us in our community or join us for worship please visit assumptionsyr.org